This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Well, hello, everybody. Good morning. This is Celine here, and you're listening to uh, Your Time to Shine. I forgot the name of my show already. This is <laughs> We're off to a good start. So you're listening to Your Time to Shine, and you are tuned to uh, Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawks Bay. So come and join me today. I'm super excited. We have an incredible topic for today. I'm very excited to talk about it. But first, let me introduce the show to you guys. So Your Time to Shine is really about um, having a real honest conversation about self-love and life in general. So I cannot pretend that I have all of the answers. Obviously, none of us have, no matter who you are, what you have experienced or how old you are. I can't, you know, it is what it is. But we are here to really share wisdom together and we uh, with each other. And we're here to have honest conversations. And this is something that I really, truly value in my life. And this is something that I'm aiming to bring into this podcast, right? I feel like, you know, we spend so much time having very um, vague and superficial conversations with each other. Look at what you are, you know, talking about at a party or even with your family. This is stuff that is just really superficial. And, well, at least in my case, I don't know about you. Perhaps you talk about uh, the meaning of life and death with your family. I don't know. <laughs> If that's the case, let me know. Um, but, you know, when I talk to um, friends, you know, we often have these really boring conversations about the weather and what's been going on in our lives. And and even when I was a child, I was seeking to have really brutally honest conversations with people. I wanted to know what was happening for them, what how they were feeling. And I still do that. And I remember working in a coffee shop in London um, a few years ago. And um, and I was I remember standing at the tail at, you know, the, the busiest time of the day, which was, you know, lunchtime. And I remember that there was this huge queue of people standing, waiting to place their order. I was very efficient, by the way. It's just that there were lots of people when I was, you know, working in central London. So <laughs> don't make any assumptions about how efficient I was as a waitress. <laughs> but I remember that um, I just wanted to stop and stop the busyness and stop trying to hurry and stop trying to, you know, get in as many orders as I possibly could and stop trying to do as much as I could in the shortest amount of time so that so that I could um, get on top of my work. And I remember thinking that I just wanted to, I don't know, pull everyone aside and just ask them about who they were. And, you know, this is something that, you know, when it happens, it is truly a gift. It is, you know, when you have the space to just be with somebody, be fully with somebody with your phone off and to give your complete attention to somebody and let them talk to you about what is truly relevant and important to them. That is such a gift. First of all, to be in the space of sharing, right? So, you know, that this is this is what's happening for me and I appreciate that you're giving me the space to, to talk about it without judging or criticizing me, right? And it's also a gift as the listener, you know, who just has an opportunity to just witness somebody who has a completely different outlook on life, who has had completely different experiences, learning from them and learning from those experiences and simply holding people in their current experience of life. This is something that I have valued my entire life, even as a child. And I remember being so frustrated by adults, by adults just, you know, talking to me about what I wanted to do as an adult. And I remember when I was living abroad, and obviously I still, I still am, um, you know, people asking me what my, where, um, what, um, about my accent, sorry. And, and, and I tell them I'm French and they're like, oh, say something in French. And I remember being so bored by these conversations. What I truly want with each and every one of you, if you will allow me, is to have real conversations with you. This is, this is the gift for me, you guys. This is why I'm doing this work so that I can, 
just listen to you and listen to to the gift of you, to the uniqueness of you. You know, you have so much to bring to this world. And obviously, this is not at all what I was planning to talk about in this episode. This is just coming out of my mouth. <laughs> um, but, you know, you are absolutely unique and you have been through unique experiences and you've had unique lessons in your life and you see the world in an absolutely unique way, in an absolutely unique way that n and nobody else will see the world in exactly the same way as, as you, as you do, as you have. And it is, it is so precious, you guys. We are here to learn from each other and we, I feel like we need to give ourselves the space to be honest and real and with each other. And, you know, some people will throw in the word vulnerable at this stage and I don't care about vulnerability. I don't care about vulnerability at all. I care about authenticity. I care about um, allowing myself to be seen for who I truly am. And I feel like my entire business has been a journey of, of allowing you guys, allowing my community to see me exactly as I am without trying to fluff things up or without trying to um, change who I was in order to try and please you, in order to try and, I don't know, have a more successful business or whatever it is. I found that the more... Um, that when I have, when I experience a lot of success in my business, it comes from me being absolutely completely me. And at the moment, you know, I am running a course called Manifest Your Soulmate, which is a six-week journey to manifesting your soulmates, obviously. And um, and so we're currently in week three as I'm recording this episode. And I just got a message yesterday from a student in my course who said, you know, actually, I will read it out to you. I have it somewhere on the laptop. Give me a moment, you guys. Um, so Eva is saying, here it is, I'm so organized. I haven't even prepared to read this out loud to you guys. So good. So Eva was saying, um, I just wanted to let you know that I'm loving the trainings of Manifest Your Soulmates, obviously. The whole course is awesome. Everything you create is so genuine. And I'm so grateful for that. Oftentimes, classes like these are too technical and dry or too focused on magical woo-woo details or too general. Yeah. And your work is none of those. And I love it. Thank you so much. And that was from Eva. And she's one of my students in the US. And I was so touched by, by this comment, you guys. I felt like this was this was um, the proof that I was doing something that, that was useful for at least one person. I know that obviously I'm having a bit more of an impact on the world. But, you know, if I can at least show one person it's okay for them to be them, then then I have done what I came here to do. And actually, that's what we're here to talk about today. Great introduction that I had not planned at all. So, well done to me. <laughs> so, um, what I wanted to do with you today, to do with you today, that sounds very serious, but what I wanted to talk about with you today is um, I wanted to start with reading a social media post that I wrote for my community on Facebook and Instagram, whatever, and I wanted to read the post out to you guys, and um, it came out on my feed yesterday, and I thought this was one of the best things that I have ever written, <laughs> very objectively speaking, obviously. So I wanted to read it out loud to you guys, and, and then we'll just start a conversation around, around the topic. So the topic for today Today really is about you being you, you being the real, um, realist, most honest, most true expression of you. And I can feel that I'm already wanting to, to start rambling about this topic, but let me uh, first read the topic out loud to you guys, all right? Uh, the topic, the social media post. So, oh, and by the way, if you're listening to this, I wanted to really officially welcome you to today's episode. I'm really excited that you're here. And um, I feel kind of sad, actually, when I record these radio um, episodes because I don't get to, to see your reactions or I don't get to see you thinking out loud or, you know, I don't get to have these one-on-one -on -one conversations with you. So <laughs> I love this podcast. I love this radio show, but <laughs> I would love to see you face-to-face -face even more. So anyway, let's read this um, social media post. So 
It starts like this. It starts like this. Obviously, I need to speak more clearly and more slowly. It just it just happens when I'm getting excited. You guys get used to it. Okay. So I don't care how spiritual you are. I don't care about the number of crystals or oracle decks or even spiritual self development self development books that you have at home. I don't care about how often you do your journaling. I don't care about the kind of yoga that you're into. I don't care about the number of women's circles, ayahuasca or cacao ceremonies or spiritual festivals that you've been to. But listen, here's what I want to know about you. I want to know how kind you are to yourself, to other people, to the earth, to animals, to your parents, I must add. (laughs) I want to know if you can acknowledge the mistakes that you've made and if you can ask for forgiveness. I want to know if you can forgive yourself. I want to know if you apply what you preach. I want to know how you face the fears and challenges in your life. I want to know the virtues that guide your life. I want to know if you can give to and love others freely and unconditionally. I want to know what you do with your heavy feelings and thoughts. If you can embrace the wonder and craziness of life, no matter what happens in your life. I want to know what's truly inside of you. Your secret and sacred thoughts, dreams and emotions. I want to know you. I want to know the real you. The pure you. Beyond who you think you are and who you think you should be. Oh, this was so good, you guys. I'm just so impressed by my writing right now. (laughs) So what did you think, you guys? What did you think about this post? I feel like we you know, spend so much time of our lives, you know, um, wearing masks. And I know that when I was uh, still struggling with self-love, I had many identities and that I wore in different, um, you know, social circles. Um, so I would wear a different mask when I was with friend A and I was uh, wearing a different mask when I was with friend B. I was wearing a different mask when I was in class, when I was with my boyfriend, when I was talking to my parents, uh, when I was, you know, talking to, I don't know, my sister-in-law, for example, whatever. And, and, it came to a point where I completely forgot who I was and I was trying so hard to find out who people wanted me to be that I forgot who I was and of course you know when you start to dig dig into that belief systems or into the reason why I was doing this and obviously if you're reading this this is something that you may also do yourself without perhaps even uh, realizing it and so sorry you guys I'm recording this on the roadside so I hope it's not too noisy for you I'm actually boiling because I don't want to um, have the windows down so that so that you can hear me really well but I'm really hot right now (laughs) anyway it is what it is here's what I'm doing for you guys I'm boiling and roasting in my car like a lobster Um, I don't think that lobsters roast I think they boil what else roast I'm a chick I'm a roasting chicken right now in the oven that is my car (laughs) Anyway, it is what it is. So what it is that what uh, were we talking about? I can't remember. And so yes, we are wearing different uh, masks. And when we start to dig into uh, you know the reason why I was doing this, and perhaps the reason that you're doing this as well, maybe doing this as well, is that you know there is this assumption that you're not enough, that I was not enough, that there is something about me that is fundamentally flawed, that is broken, that is that is not enough, that is just not getting this game of life that is just not getting something and that needs it to change in order to be accepted in order to receive approval in order for anything to happen right if we want to receive love then i need to change uh, who i am in order to receive that love so and so there's this assumption that yeah what i am is just it's just wrong in one way or another and 
you know, you can play this game for a certain amount of time and it's going to work out for you in certain ways. And I know that many of you will have done this in high school. I know I certainly have, you know, trying to, you know, change your hairstyle or trying to change uh, the way you dress by copying whatever everybody else is doing in order to try and be accepted by the wider group. And it's so actually, it's actually really interesting to see how teenagers behave in high school and how they start to really conform themselves to what they think this, the rules of society actually are. And you will see that, you know, some people will conform to the, they will conform to the rules until they have forgotten exactly who they are. They, they think that uh, being valued by the community, being valued and respected and accepted by the wider group, the wider community is more important than, than being themselves. And so they will completely forget who they are, obviously to a certain degree i don't think it's possible to do it completely and um and fully right and then there are some people who will do it and that's and then still know that there's something wrong there's something that shouldn't be like this is something that is not quite right and they will conform to the rules because obviously you know it is necessary for us to feel that we are accepted and that we belong yeah this is something that is deeply embedded in our, our gen genetic belief systems you know and ancestral belief systems um, and they will do so um, at a cost. They will do so even though they know that um, being themselves should be enough. And they will do so at a cost and they will, it will cost them something. And this is something that I have personally experienced in my life many times um, over and over. And, you know, I came to this point where I just, I just couldn't anymore. I felt like I was changing myself. Oh, puppy in the car. Puppy in the car. Oh, so cute. It had a really cute little white noise. Anyway, um... And what was I saying? I got distracted by the puppy. Um, and so I did this at a cost. And I, I came to this point where I was, I knew that I was changing myself. And I had all of these different personalities and facets of Celine, which were okay. They were not great, I suppose. And oh, everybody knew that they were fake. And probably knew that, uh, everybody knew that, you know, the, the masks that they were wearing with me were fake as well. <laughs> and is what it is. And... And I came to this point where I just I just couldn't anymore, where I realized that the masks were not enough. I was trying to understand the game of life. I was trying to understand how to behave in society. I was trying to understand how to just be with others so that I could receive the love that I was so desperately craving and, and seeking in my life. But yet everything that I had created, all of the masks that I had been wearing, it was so exhausting and still I was not getting the love that I was so desperately seeking. And I'm sure that you can relate to this in one way or another. You know, when I work with, with my clients, it is so incredible to see that no matter who you are, you have experienced rejection. You have experienced, um, you know, tr showing yourself to somebody who you thought, who you knew was going to love you back, was going to respect you for who you are and, and rejected you. And that is one of the most painful experiences that you could ever, ever experience, I think. And especially if it's, you know, by a parent or by a family member, by somebody that you love, like a, a partner or a husband or wife or a best friend. It is so incredibly difficult and I want to really honor your strength and your courage and your de determination to remain who you are no matter what, right? <laughs> And so I came to this realization that I had tried so hard to be loved and st still I wasn't loved. Still I was feeling empty. I was feeling broken. So what could I do? Well, I could have continued, you know, wearing better masks or working on having, you know, more fancy, more elaborate masks <laughs> that eventually somebody, anybody might love. And I would, you know, really put, have put myself in the position of the victim or the position of, you know, somebody who's just not in control of the love that they receive in their lives and who's really completely at the mercy of others right and yet I decided that enough was enough and I just couldn't keep on going like this 
And interestingly enough, um, this realization came at, at uh, pretty much the same time that I met my, my husband, my current husband, <laughs> my husband. Um, and I remember, I remember that I was trying to wear masks with him. So I remember that I was actually trying those masks out with my husband, who was obviously not um, a husband then, but a boyfriend, right? Or even somebody that I was attracted to. And I was you know, trying out these different masks with him. And I remember that he very consciously pushed each, pushed each of those masks away. He rejected each of those masks. And it was as if he knew that there was something more to me. There was something else that, um, something else to me. And he wanted to see the real Celine. And I remember that it was such a confronting experience because I did not want to show him the real Celine because at the core of me, I was completely certain and convinced and nobody could have told me otherwise. I just knew that I was flawed, that there, I was I was, I was, was broken, that there was something completely wrong about me and that nobody um, who respected themselves could possibly love me for who I was, for exactly who I was. But still, he, he pushed me and he kept pushing those masks away and he kept destroying them. <laughs> I mean, obviously very gently and kindly, but I remember that the process was really painful for me emotionally. And I want to reassure you that my husband is a very kind, kind man and I was, um, I was definitely uh, putting all of that pressure and suffering on myself. <laughs> all the things that I'm capable of, you guys. And it came to a point where I had no mask to wear anymore. I had, I had nothing, nothing else to show him. I had nothing... Um, I had tried everything in order for him to, I don't know, in order to try and make myself more acceptable to him. And he was rejecting them, um, you know, one mask after the other. And I came to this point where I was just, I guess, standing naked in front of him, you know, I mean, metaphorically speaking, of course. <laughs> and, 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 and what surprised me is that he was able to see me for exactly who I was and he loved me for it anyway. And it was such an incredible experience. You know, all my life I had spent, you know, I don't know, I had spent all of my life just telling myself that I was not enough and basing my worth or um, judging my worth or attributing myself uh, value depending on others' reactions and judgments and opinions of me. Yeah, this is the way we do it, you guys. It just doesn't work. Um, and suddenly here I was and I found that this man could see everything that I was, my mistakes, my failures, my hopes, my dreams, my need to be validated, all of my limiting beliefs, I don't know, my love for chocolate, my addiction to chocolate at the time. And he he saw ev everything, all that I was, and he loved me for it anyway. And it was an amazing experience. It was it was an incredible experience. And and you know, once you have experienced that, you, there's no going back, you guys. There's no going back to pretending that you're somebody that you're not. There's no going back and, you know, uh, going back to wearing different masks in front of different people in order to try and be accepted. There's no going back. You know that this way doesn't work. And you know that you have to try and do something something that's completely different. Otherwise, otherwise, a part of your soul is going to die and you know it and you just can't can't you can't do it anymore you just can't there's just there's just this point where you will reach um you will reach a point where you just have to make a decision that's enough that's enough i i can't do this anymore that's that's enough you guys oh anyway oh my goodness <laughs> and so the reason why i was reading the social media post to you guys earlier is that obviously I I move in a space where lots of people are in into self development. They're 
into emotional healing, they're into journaling, they're into uh, meditating, they're into manifesting, they're into talking about the laws of the universe, and they're about, you know, uh, female, uh, female, female, feminine or female empowerment. I tried to say two words all at once. And they're all about those things. And they might have tattoos, and they might have piercings, and they might, I don't know, I don't know, they might live life in a very spiritual, woo-woo kind of way. <laughs> And, you know, when I started to evolve in that circle, I, I really fully expected to find more people who were um, awakened or who were real. I, I, I thought that the spiritual um, self-development kind of uh, space or even industry would be a space where I could finally have those real conversations with people. And still I felt that people were lying, that they were um, sabotaging or that they were hiding behind masks, that they were just refusing to believe that they were enough, no matter how much healing they had done. Um, in the past, and I was—I remember being so deeply disappointed by that realization, because it's something that I have looked for my entire life. And you know, we might—if you don't show me the true me, I'm unlikely to be very interested in the conversation uh, for a very long time, or I'm not—I'm unlikely to just pursue that relationship. I suppose you could say. And it's not—it doesn't come from from a space of of uh, rejection or criticism or judgment. It just—it's just that I can't—I can't sustain that kind of relationship. That's why. I'm, you know, I guess I'm a bit of an introvert and I don't tend to go to parties. Um, first of all, because I don't really thrive in, in noisy environments or in crowds, but also because, you know, being in a crowd just kind of seems that it just, you know, when you're a crowd, you just, you're kind of acting different. You wear different clothes, you wear, uh, I don't know, wine out of a plastic cup or something, and you do things that you would never really do if you were fully comfortable. So people, some people perhaps are comfortable in that kind of space, but I'm certainly not. And um, what was I saying about this? That I dislike crowds and I dislike parties. And I just really value, you know, these honest conversations with people. And and so for today's today's conversation with you guys, I wanted to really invite you to have a real conversation with somebody that you trust and value and respect and love. And it could be that, you know, this person is actually yourself. Perhaps you just need to have a really brutally honest conversation with yourself. <laughs> And you just need to be clear and honest about where it is that you're at right now, uh, you know, the ways in which you're struggling right now or what you need to change in order to have um, to um, to live a happier life, I suppose you could say. Or it is that perhaps you can just take 10 minutes to call your mom or, you know, be with your partner and have a conversation, a real conversation and just listen and be listened to. Respect and be respected. There is so much value in simply listening and being silent. You know, we kind of think that, you know, when somebody comes to us with a struggle or a challenge, and I certainly have done that many times in the past, um, especially because I'm in the space where I'm, I'm constantly offering, um, you know, comfort or guidance uh, to people who are struggling in life, right? I, I feel like um, oftentimes at the beginning of my career, I... I listened to somebody's struggle or problem and then I offered the solution to them. But you guys, I wasn't really listening to them. I just thought that I knew better than them and in some cases, some cases I do. Like it's, it's always really helpful to have a second opinion, right? Or have a more objective opinion on, you know, something that you may be really struggling with and that you don't have um, a lot of clarity around right now and so on. But there is so much, there's much more healing in simply listening to the person who is talking to you about something that is really deeply precious to them. 
and listening and then listening some more and then listening some more just being completely present refusing to give yourself the right to perhaps ask questions i mean obviously asking questions if that feels right to you but there is there is so much value in simply being silent and listening to what the person is sharing with you so much value in that and you will find that the more you step into that space of just listening of just being with the other person the more the other person will find in themselves the strength and the courage to find a solution for themselves you know um you know you can give as much advice as you as you want to somebody else but if they're not willing or ready to listen they they just won't right they just won't so so the healing comes from simply i have found from simply listening to somebody and allowing them to come to their own answers to come to their own victories and their own um clarity i suppose you could say oh man my goodness Oof. <laughs> I have so much more to say about that topic, but I feel like we have come to the end of this conversation for today. So I wanted to really thank you for taking the time to be here with me today. I really value uh, you taking some time to, to listen to this. I wanted to remind you that if you're listening to this on Radio Kidnappers, you can always, um, you know, the episodes are always available for you. Uh, on the internet so you can just click um, or search your time to shine on iTunes or Spotify and you will be able to find all of the episodes since the beginning of this show and you will see that um, some of them are not so good <laughs> I'm trying to get better each time with each uh, recording of um, a new episode <laughs> but anyway so if you want to listen to um, an episode that you really like then you're welcome to do so and just um, yeah google it google it and um, yeah I'm I really value you and I want you to know that you're capable of anything and that you're so worthy so worthy of the love that you are currently craving for so i'm sending you so much love and let's speak to each other again soon and yeah i'll speak to you soon bye this program was produced by and first broadcast on radio kidnappers a community access media station Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.